0: what's up everybody welcome to the unstable duo podcast i am Forrest, and i am joined as always by my lovely co-host how you doing justin
1: doing good man how you doing
0: (laughs) i feel like i haven't done this in years my anxiety is like sky high it's it's always difficult after a break like i'm just trying to make sure everything's set up properly i hope everybody can hear us okay
1: well looks like we got some people watching
0: The main thing I'm concerned about is if nobody can hear me, somebody say something, please, because I had to reset my computer over the holiday break. Speaking of which, this is our comeback, part two of season two, after taking a longer than anticipated uh, winter break. Uh, how was your winter break?
1: Uh, good, man. I got some good resting, in, uh, new work position. Oh, really? Right. Uh, yeah. Congratulations. No, now I am uh, officially a lead, uh, so then call me the boss. You know, like I try to get my kids to do, but they won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> How was your break?
0: Um, the 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 last couple weeks of twenty twenty three were pretty decent, and then I rang in the new year with COVID. Um, twenty twenty four is kind of being a little bitch. Uh, started out with covid got into a a car accident it was it was a pretty gnarly accident but everybody was was fine uh minus some aches and bruises but uh thankfully nobody was injured and then um you know last last week we were supposed to come back and i was just having like i was i was like i said the first time we come back after a break is always really it's like panic inducing for me to work through it, so last week I was just, I was like freaking out, so, but hopefully, hopefully all the bad luck of the year is out of the way already. Yeah,
1: get rid of that shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I was yeah. just reading the headlines, and I know, I know we're not doing po- uh, politics, but I wanted your Candid opinion, Six live hot news right now that DeSantos has pulled out of the race for presidency. Because I know you had openly uh, been vocal about supporting him if he got on the ticket. So, how do you feel about All that?
1: Right. Well, I mean, he is a great choice to run as a Republican just the wrong time. Uh, no one was going to be able to take Trump down um, from getting a nomination, and they just couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, The only hope that there will be a Republican nominee other than Donald Trump would be Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis joining together. Um, And that could possibly get close to where Trump is going to be, but Trump supporters through and through. Uh, The primary comes. If it's him and Haley, Haley will not get my vote, I can tell you that. as I would imagine, there are a lot of people that vote in the GOP uh, primary that are not going to vote that way.
0: I was a little surprised uh, to hear him openly support Trump, but I think I think there's just because I know they've they've kind of gone back and forth quite a bit. I think there's just nobody else even close to the the same alignment as as probably Trump is, even though they've been kind of back and forth with their uh, distaste for each other.
1: I think a lot of that is just political theater. I mean. They're going against each other for now. And the whole thing is, is like both sides, Republican or Democrat, no matter who you're going against, at the end of the day, if you want your party to win, you've got to unite the party. Um, And there's people that dislike Joe Biden that are going to support him because he's a Democrat, and they need to unite. And I say the same thing for the GOP. Let them all get off the ticket. Clean it up. Stop wasting your money on garbage. If you want to win a race, you got to spend the money on the race, not fighting each other. Yep,
0: yeah, very true. All right, enough politics out of the way. Uh, <laughs> welcome everybody. that's here with us, Sarah Darling. Uh, nice to have you. Welcome back. Uh, all right, so today's episode, the uh, subject you picked, the war on dads. Would you like to give us a uh, uh, what that means?
1: Well, who's your daddy? Um, essentially the war on dads, uh, goes back quite sometimes, uh, sometime at one point in time, dads were looked at as the, the king. Uh, we were treated like royalty, men went to work, women stayed at home, um, years ago, many, many moons ago, everything was not equal. I mean, dads had the biggest say back in the day, then there became a battle with feminism, which started tipping the scales back towards even. Uh, but as after that, the scales started going further and further down for dads. Um, things became harder. There's no support systems. There's nothing out there for dads. Um, everything is stacked up against a father. Uh, so I mean, my story goes way back to when I was little. Um, What got me interested in this uh, fight, or we should say the War on Dads. Um, My mom and dad were divorced when I was young. So I got to see firsthand what not having my dad uh, around for quite some time did. My dad was in the military, so he got moved around. Uh, Court system doesn't like it when you are not in the same state as the mother. Yeah. Uh, So unfortunately, I... I wouldn't say. Unfortunately, I was with my mom most of the time. Got to see my dad a couple months, a year here and there, and then he'd move. Because in, the, in every... the court,
0: in the court size, even back then, I think today, if you're a parent, regardless if you're in the military and you have no choice, I think they see it as if you if you leave state, you are forfeiting any real equal rights to their children. I think that's how the courts kind of see it unfortunately especially if you're in the military and you have no choice
1: uh that's partially true because i mean even after that uh my mom remarried shortly after that to my stepdad who's my little brother's dad Mm. he skated the state and suffered no responsibility for my brother for 16 years uh they couldn't take money from him they couldn't do anything never got in any trouble just dipped out to Michigan Uh, my mom still let my brother see him when he could uh, but he paid no child support did nothing for many many years
0: I'm really surprised that even today um, the the states don't really communicate with each other when it comes to that stuff it's it's real difficult it's very easy for a dead p a deadbeat parent to just say oh I'm gonna quit my job and just bounce to a state over or something and just skirt the system
1: well, then at the same time, that man left with the neighbor's wife. Oh. So the neighbor's wife took his daughter out of state. He never got to see his daughter again. But they charged him child support, threatened him with jail, and he had never seen his daughter since that day. And the state never enforced any placement, no visitations, or anything. Well, because uh-oh. it was a mother. So it was a complete opposite effect. We let, well, I shouldn't say that they let one dad off the hook, and then the mother stole the kid basically and got let off the hook.
0: I think a lot of it has to do with um, the county you live in too. Because I know people uh, where I where I don't live there anymore, but where I lived in Ozaukee County for a long time, I knew a lot of people that had warrants for their arrest or served jail time, like my brother, for not paying child support. Where if you live in a a place like Milwaukee, they just they don't give a shit.
1: Oh, no, they don't. Um, we were in Ozaki County yeah, okay. at that time. I mean, I've had my own run, and I've always been paid up on my child support since the day I had to pay it. Um, never behind. And yet, I have received four letters threatening to put me in jail for child support oh, Really? on my local. Yeah, because they're computer-generated now. So they don't even look. They just send you threatening letters. Oh, damn. So I went to my local support agency, like, hey, I've been here. Um, you know my account is current. Why the hell am I getting these letters? Uh, and this is bullshit. Because you know I've been in here. I prepaid, so this would never happen.
0: And how automated is it? Like, if they're making mistakes that way, are they putting in warnings for people's arrest, like automatic? Because that'd be fucked up if they're,
1: you know. Not... It would not surprise me. Yeah, it would not surprise me at all. Um, but I've been involved in this system for quite a long time and have met people along the way, male, female, good parents, bad parents, Um, many, many years of talking to people that have had kids. I've raised kids that weren't my own. I'm raising kids that are my own now. Um, So I've seen a whole lot of different things. Um, And what it comes down to is dads are treated very unfairly in this state. And the sad part is, is when you go and do the research with these father's rights groups and see what they're looking into, we're one of the fairest states in the United States. And this is how bad it is. If a father in Wisconsin goes to fight for equal rights with their child, they have a 50% chance of getting equal rights. Okay, that's not that mom and dad are each getting 50-50. That means dads are getting about 25% um, equality in our state, um, overall, uh, which is terrible. Um, I've been to Congress about this issue, uh, our state Congress, our state assembly uh, on more than one occasion. I've proposed law changes. Uh, I've met with Democrats and Republicans all wanted to seem like they were interested in making things better for fathers. But I'm not a father's rights group, so they shift their their focus on father's rights groups and they do nothing.
0: Somewhat, they'll give them more attention without actually achieving nothing.
1: Exactly.
0: Do you think it has something to do with the history of the United States, where, you know? not so much nowadays but for a long time the the mother was the one that was home with the child all day the father was gone working all day only really saw the child you know (laughs) at night before bed or something or right before work do you think they kind of take history into into play there and think automatically think maybe dads won't have enough time to properly care for the child like a mother would
1: uh i mean that that's probably part of it um, but it's a ridiculous part because at those times, that's how the family unit was set yeah. up. Yep. Father fed, uh, made the money, was the protector of the home. Mom was the nurturer of the children. And it's called a team unit. I mean, it's the same thing. Like you and your girlfriend are both working. You both have equal responsibilities. If one of you is not working, the other one has to step up a little bit and do a little more, or the other one can do some home stuff. Yeah. You know. Um, I had that with my wife before we got married. I was out of work for a little bit. Uh, I stayed home, took care of the kids, remodeled the house, did a whole bunch of stuff here to set up for our wedding that was going to be here. That's a choice we made. It was like the balance of the scales of both working. Like I'm not working, so now I've got to do the house stuff yeah. and you know prepare. Yeah. And for I, I think I was out for. I was out of a real job for about a year, but I was doing a side business that whole time. Um, and then when I wasn't doing side jobs, I was here, but the same thing, I'm not making the money I was making. So I have to step up at home to make it easier on my wife. So when she came home, had meals, had a clean house, clean clothes, um, and it' just ready to come home and you know be my partner. Yeah. So I can see it, um, and it's understandable moms have been the nurturer for all this time and fathers have not um, therein lies the problem a, a very large problem oh how about you I mean you've been around kids quite a bit over your years from what I hear um, not necessarily as a father possibly but also could be as a father
0: the the only time that I found... Being a any form of parent sucking was when I was with my when I was with my ex and I basically raised two children for most of their life. Uh, w- the little girl I was there when I was in the room when she was born and when we split up she was already thirteen years old. And the little boy I was in a room when he was born and when we split up uh, he was about nine years old. I was dad to them. I was the only dad they ever knew and. When she started seeing another man after we had split up, um, I was immediate. It, when we split up, I took the children for the weekends. Like I said, I was dad to them. Uh, but when she started seeing somebody else, I was cut out of their lives. And I had... There was nothing I could do about it. I was... Even though their biological dads were not in the picture, I had no rights and nothing I could do. So I just... I had to suck it up and deal with it. Unfortunately, right. well... That's the only experience I have with being a parent where I'm like, damn, that fucking sucks. Um, My biological father took his life when I was just a baby. Um, I had a stepdad growing up. So I I didn't really experience um, anything like you've talked about. I I don't have no biological children of myself.
1: So, I mean, and a part of what upsets me is, you know, I've met... Lots of women and lots of men over my years. Mm-hmm. Um, and through conversations, I ran into a lot of a lot of women whose kids are paychecks to them. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll call some of them 17%. Uh, for anyone that knows what child support is, at one point in time, it was 17%, no matter what. Dad paid it. Uh, no matter how often he saw the kids or what he provided, 17% was the number.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So women... Some of them, not all of them that I do know, uh, just went out to find baby daddies because then they could sit at home, get their nails done, get their hair done, never have to work and half-ass pay attention to their kids. Uh, really upset by that. And I knew some of the fathers involved that were good men and they were given zero rights, um, some of which were really good guys and had done nothing wrong ever except sleep with the wrong person. But the system crucified them. Yeah. So, I know from my own personal experience, it cost a lot of money. A lot of determination for a father to get equal rights.
0: The funny thing is, is as of this year, Wisconsin has... 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8... Along with 19 other states, about a 50-50 custody ruling from with moms and dads
1: uh yeah that's what they claim so it's supposed to be 50 50 custody as law um but that all is only decision making power so. yeah
0: statistics show that about 65 percent of all uh, mothers get custody of children, fathers 35%. However, according to the U.S. Census Bureau in 2018, 79.9% of custodial parents were mothers. So four out of every five custodial parents are mothers. Correct. We, even taking into account deadbeat dads, because um, there are a lot, it's a lot easier for uh, a shitty man to walk out on his kids. Uh, I, I think it's easier for a man that doesn't have any cares to do it than a, a woman. Not saying that women don't do it. Um, that's still a pretty lopsided statistic.
1: It is. And here here's some facts. Because um, I've been through this. I was married when I had my first kid. Hmm. Um, And overall, both of us agree that it was in our our daughter's best interest, that she is with us half of the time each. Um, Times I've paid for more things, times um, I've had her more time. Uh, I never thought of taking my daughter away from her mom, unless it was absolutely necessary to do. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, But I haven't done that. I haven't gotten to that point. Um, My son, on the other hand, uh, was not married. So I was handed a four three thousand dollar bill um for his birth, was handed a seventy-five dollar bill for DNA testing.
0: She was on she was on um state, state insurance, there. I assume. Yeah, in yes. Wisconsin, for anybody listening, I don't know about other states, but in Wisconsin that's how it is. If you're on if you're on state insurance, which makes sense. And you have a baby, the state automatically starts doing a paternity test to go after the father for some of the covering of the cost. Even if they're perfectly willing, even if they're perfectly willing, they get sucked into the system uh, legally because uh, the parents aren't married.
1: State handles a case, they bring a case... Even if the two parents live together and are together, the father gets charged.
0: Yeah. I've, I've known couples in that specific situation where they lived together, they both took care of the baby, but because they weren't married and the mother was on state insurance, the father was having his paychecks garnished, they would go right to the woman, and then he just get, she'd give them right back to the, the joint account.
1: <laughs> right. And, yeah, I know a couple of couples like that, too, and it's like, well... The state charges a dollar per transaction. So when they take it from you, they take a dollar. When they give it to her, they take another dollar. Yep. That's every transaction. They're like, well, we just lost $2 for our kid. Not like they were making much money. They were on state. Help. Yep. Uh, But, yeah, they take a dollar each end. Sarah Uh, says,
0: I'm divorced with five kids and four of them in child support age, and I don't ask for nothing, and I will let him... See them whenever he wants. He still never shows up. <clears throat> that, that, is the, that is the case. Wow, I got really bad dry throat. That is the case of <clears throat> a good mom and a shitty dad.
1: Correct. And they are out there. So when I, when I talk about these women, I'm not talking about good ones. Because there are good ones out there. And then there's mothers that intentionally make the father weekend warriors... Um, and unfortunately it's easy because the state will represent a mother. They will not represent a father. So there is no help in fighting the system. When a father wants to fight, he has to foot the bill for a guardian ad litem, which is a $3,000 down payment.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, And you better prove uh, 500% that you are a capable parent while they prove they're 10% worthy if you expect to get fairness. Um, I went through that system multiple times. Uh, first time I went, uh, the mother of my child was homeless. And I was still not given equal rights.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, with a stable home, stable job, support, paying and buying everything, was not given equal rights despite all of that. Um, had to go back again uh, and pay that $3,000 payment. Um, and I did it without a lawyer the second time, well, both times. Um, and absolutely did it right and it worked because I did my research and got education Um, so there's lots of facts out there for those that don't know it is probably the worst thing in the world to have a child without a father in its life Um, 85% of the people that are in jail for drug use or use drugs don't have a father at home um, you are more likely to abuse alcohol, drugs, be fast and loose with sex, um, get diseases, fail in school, and uh, have terrible futures if the fathers of your children are not involved in their lives. There are rare occasions where a child does well without a father, um, but that's 15% out of 100 that don't have fathers at home. Um, and. The inner cities, uh, the black culture, has a 75% fatherless rate. Um, And as we know, that's where you're going to go and get shot uh, because the gangs end up being their fathers, um, and they commit lots of crimes. So that's their example is crime.
0: I have a question. Do you think it is better for uh, a father... And this can go either way, but I'm just going to use the father as an example. Do you think it's better for the father to be in the child's life if they're a piece of shit? Or do you think there's a certain threshold where it's just no longer even worth being in the child? Like, let's say the father is uh, a drug addict that is running the streets, doing drugs, stealing, etc., etc. Do you think that is better to have in the child's life or just better to not be in the child's life?
1: Well, a child should be able to know both of their parents. And yes, that is a difficult situation to be in, but in that situation, help can be forced upon that parent. Uh, You can't force a parent to be a parent. So if that guy running the streets doing drugs um, is not willing to be in the child's life, you can't force them. But if he does want to be in the child's life, There are steps in the court system that will force that person to get cleaned up and do something better with their life if they want to see the child.
0: It's a shitty situation because I've seen situations where we have a parent that's like that and then uh, a child maybe starts to glorify that that shittiness that that parent is. Um, And then the parent that's trying to be the good parent is looking like the bad guy because they don't want their kid turning out to be like that, and it's just like a, a, a shitty situation.
1: So in the sense of that being the father that's the shitty parent, a mom doesn't really need to do much to prevent that father from seeing the kid. But if it's the opposite, where the mom is the drug addict and running the streets and doing all this, it's damn near impossible it Just is not, hard not
0: it is hard you talked about guarding at <laughs> lightem i don't know if that's something that every state has here in wisconsin that is basically a court a court appointed uh, legal representative that's supposed to be in the best interest of the child but like you said whenever there's a case the custodial parent that before the court ever orders custody, the mother is almost always granted a temporary custody. And then the guardian at litem is granted to the mother for their child for free. Um, so she gets all this time to talk to the guardian at litem. And they start to build up a, a, a distaste for the father. And it's, a down, it's an uphill battle the whole way for the dad. Not only does he have to come up with money, he's got to try disproving all these things that have may have been said by him from the very start.
1: Right. So like in my case, uh, my son was born and we went and did the testing. A guardian litem was appointed to see what we wanted. I said, I want nothing more than fair treatment, 50-50 custody and placement. State law says 50-50 custody. Custody is decision making. Placement is actually seeing the child.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, she refused the 50-50 placement. Um, I, of course, fought that um was unsuccessful so then after that you have to go to mediation where i also had to pay for that if it is unsuccessful then you go through trial
0: what would be Um, the number one reason you would ever think that a a mother would ever want to deny a, a father 50 50 placement
1: uh, number one is money.
0: Yep, because if they don't get 50-50 placement, they don't get child support. The the less that placement is down, the less child support they get. If they get 50-50 placement, they get no child support. The the parents are supposed you. to be both equally.
1: No, that they do get it. Oh, do they? Oh, yeah. So many moons ago, on my birthday, 15 or 16 years ago, they started a shared placement calculator in Wisconsin. Oh, okay. So shared placement calculator takes in account the amount of money the child needs to survive and be taken care of based on the parent's income. If a mother doesn't work, the income is imputed, meaning they calculate it based off a state average. In Wisconsin, it's $9 an hour, 32 hours a week. Um, Unless you're very highly educated, uh, then you'll get charged more, but a baseline labor, Non educated person will be worth that, uh, you know, $290. They can add into the mix, um, they divide that up by the amount of nights um, a child spends at each house. Some parents is paying child support, Uh, the father makes one dollar more than the mother, the father will pay a little bit of child support, um, but it was created because they figured if we can get people to 50 50, um, then we can get them to agree better. The child's better taken care of. So under the system that they now have in place, a father has to have more than 30% to go into that calculator and get their child support lowered, or they're automatically hit with the old standard of 17% per kid. Um, I went over this a lot. It takes a lot to get the county to take anything into effect. Like for me, I pay child support, insurance. Um, I cover all the recreational things the kid wants to do, provide all the clothing, everything. I still pay child support. Oh, wow. And he's at my house 70% of the time. Hmm. Um, I'm not fighting the mother on all of that because she's in a bad spot. So it'd be a, a dick move on my part to go fighting when all I wanted him to do was be safe and at my house. Which he is. Yeah. I don't need it necessarily on a piece of paper for all that. And the money isn't doesn't matter to me. It's the safety and protection of the kid. And um, it,
0: we, we bump into scenarios where what about women that use children as a form of just getting by where they never have to work? If a woman has a couple kids from a couple of different dads that they're collecting child support from, it makes it even harder for the parent to get or the father to get uh, some placement because now the court's saying, "Oh, this kid is not only with his mom; he's with his siblings at that house too, and we don't want to oh. rip them away from that." Now the mom's getting child support <laughs> from three different kids. She's on she's on EBT, food stamps, government insurance, so she never has to work for for anything. Oh. She's and just a, a professional job, baby maker. A lot
1: of that. Yeah. Uh, see, that's, that's how crooked the system is when it comes to being a mother. There is absolutely zero incentive to better your life. Okay? So if you have four baby daddies or three baby daddies, they are paying all your bills. Mm-hmm. The state takes into no consideration all that money that's coming in from them when they hand you the food stamps, the EBTs, pay your rents, pay your bills. They will still give you all of that free stuff,
0: and uh, the government doesn't consider uh, the government doesn't force um, child support as a form of income. So when you no, apply for <clears throat> when you apply for government assistance, food stamps, and everything, in their eyes. Even if you're making $2,000 a month from three different dads in child support, in their eyes, you have zero income, so you're getting the maximum food stamps. You're getting all these different other forms yeah. of help.
1: Oh, you're getting tons. Yeah. So, uh, We've all seen the memes on you know Facebook or social media where you go to the person that doesn't work, has no job, and their cupboards are just overflowing with food, their fridge is overflowing with food, then you go to the guy that works... 60 hours a week and he's lucky to have a gallon of milk in his ridge yeah and that meme is essentially directly aimed at mothers that make babies and sit at home getting their nails done have the big screen tvs and all this fancy shit when they don't work while dad has an old 1950s black and white tv and a car that doesn't run um it's a true fact it happens all the time yeah Uh, Over my years, I've seen it. Um, I have seen mothers that are out at the bar every weekend going to get baby daddy number three, four, five, or ten. Just going after it big. Didn't care. A lot of them would leave their kids alone at home because they didn't want dad to see them. I've seen them wait till baby daddy shows up and then tell baby daddy, oh, you're not going to see the kid today. Go home.
0: I've seen that. I've seen women have the father of the child travel across halfway across the country wanting to see their kid and then change their mind at the last minute. Too many mothers weaponize children and accept. Yeah.
1: And the state does not allow that to be used against them, um, <laughs> even though the state law is written that way. I, I've read it. I, I've read the child placement and family laws front to back multiple times because i've had to go to court multiple times for my kids i've read it and that is definitely a law that that is part of the thing that judges are supposed to look at um they're not supposed to look at if you're a mother or a father they're supposed to look at you know what's in the best interest the sibling factor is huge to the court yeah so when they go and they have five baby daddies and you know four of them are there on monday through friday um child number five is going to be there monday through friday no matter if that mom is a crackhead and dad's a saint um it's not going to matter the court system they are going to find a way out of it um i have went against guardian Ed items i've had one on my side and you learn a lot of things when you actually get in the mix that they don't really follow what the state law tells them to do in court. If they did, dads would have more custody and placement. But unfortunately, they don't. What
0: what do you how do you see this getting better for for the the decent guys out there that want to be dads that don't necessarily have a ton of extra money to legally fight in the courtroom for their child? Do you see any any way of this getting better?
1: Uh, yeah, but it's going to take state laws. So right now, if uh you sleep with a woman that's on state aid, like we just talked about, mm. dad has to pay for everything. OK, but when that child is born, let's say dad is half broke himself, you know, to poor people screw a lot more than rich people. Yeah. And uh, that's just what they have to do. It's free. Um. So, if dad is broke, mom is broke, dad still gets charged at X amount of dollars for the child birthing, DNA costs, and can get zero help from the state. So, if the child is getting food stamps through mom, dad can't get those same food stamps for the child. So, the law needs to get changed so that that child gets equal support yeah. um, with whatever parent that child is with. Uh, so, if dad is broke and mom is broke, they're not together. They should both have the support systems in place to have a house have food have health care and have that child taken care Of and that will take a state law um, To do that Uh, That's step number one Step number two would be enforcing 50 50 custody and placement So when you first go there You both can make the decisions, but you both might not see the kid there's no excuses why the court can't grant a father and mother equal placement unless one of them is a crackhead or homeless or has some some really messed up things going on.
0: Like, like you said, unless one of the parents can, can prove that one of the parents is a drug addict, as long as they both have a place to live, that should be the default that That you automatically both get custody because right now the default pretty much is is whoever the kid's with is going to stay there and now it's up to the opposing parent to fight legally to make us change our mind the default should be joint
1: yes it should be no matter what and here's the thing if there's accusations of drug use every courthouse that i've ever been in has a jail underneath that drug tests their inmates That might not be the case everywhere, but I know Washington County is with the sheriff's office and jail. Osaki County is with the sheriff's office and jail. They all have the capability to drug test on the spot. Okay, well, dad's a crackhead. Sir, go pee in the cup. If you're lying, mom, you're going to get punished.
0: Yeah, contempt for lying.
1: So that's another big thing is that women can get away with lying in court and men can't. Uh,
0: Another thing I think is if somebody commits a crime, at least here in Wisconsin, I assume that it's, it's everywhere, if somebody commits a crime, you are entitled to free legal representation if you can't afford one. Yep. Why, why do both parents not get legal representation to be on an equal ground when it comes to something as important as a child?
1: Because they don't care about that.
0: You would think that would be more important than whether Joe Schmoe gigs off the hook for for selling a bag of rock or something like. I would rather kids go to a better living situation growing up.
1: And see, that's what the guardian Lightom is supposed to be doing. Yeah, at the beginning. But like uh, I said, at the that's, beginning that's they're, assigned,
0: they're assigned. They're assigned. most of the time the mother has the, the child from the start, so the mother's talking to the guardian at Lightom from the very beginning. Uh, the yeah, the, the father fits. doesn't even know who it is. Until the first court date, probably. So the mother has already built up a repertoire and filled the guardian's head with this or that.
1: And here's how bad the system is. So when my son was born, we had one appointed. Um. So that was my son's lawyer. Okay. So I should not be able to hire that guy to be my lawyer. Yeah. Later on, because it'd be a conflict of interest. Yeah. But guess who did hire that lawyer? Baby mama. Really. She was able to hire and use that lawyer.
0: See, yeah, that uh, actually- Years
1: word. later, was able to do it. And I'm like, his name is on the case. OK, it, how is this allowed to happen?
0: Did you bring that up when you went to court and they didn't care?
1: I didn't need to. The judge told me he knows everything about the case. Oh, jeez. So the judge does not like pro se uh, people in his court. Pro se means you're representing yourself does not like them. So he allowed things to go on there that should have never happened. Um, and in fact, he was a conflict of interest because he represented my ex-wife and my divorce. So I went into that one uh, behind the gun from day one. Um, should have had a change of venue granted to me without even asking, because he knew who I was, because I hassled him. Uh, he called and hassled me every single day oh, you need to give your wife more money. As I know I don't, I've paid all her bills. That equals a lot more than she's ever going to get out of me.
0: And that's an issue when judges have an issue with somebody that wants to represent themselves. If somebody doesn't have the means to hire legal representation, especially in a custody case where you're not given one freely, and they're willing to do the research and do their best, there's nothing wrong with that. I found no, my not. best friend's bankruptcy. I, I found my angst uh I'm sorry, I found my best friend's divorce. I found my Aang's bankruptcy. Like I'm the person that if I went to court, I'm gonna represent myself because I will research the hell out of it and do everything I can to do it right. And it's right. way lawyer fees are ridiculous.
1: Yep. On a cheap one it's two hundred dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. And if you make a phone call to them, that last two seconds, you've just paid $200 for that two seconds. Yep, they round up. So you're screwed either way you do it. But and a checkers. lot of times,
0: they won't, even, they won't even listen to a case unless you give them a $5,000 retainer for future for what they have to do going forward.
1: Right, I mean, you can go get a consult, and they just beat around the bush, make you feel like you're an idiot, refuse to answer your questions, and then try to force you to sign the papers to hire them. Hmm. I'm not stupid. I'm not hiring. I have not hired one for anything. I hired one for my divorce to stop the other lawyer from calling me and disturbing my workday, which he did every day for two months. Um, but I went and represented myself through all this child custody case and still paid $10,000 in lawyer fees when I never even had a lawyer. It's like, wow, I, all this money that I had to put into this and from the beginning I've said the same thing and the same results have happened. Um, like I said though, luckily now I don't have that problem. Yeah. But I fought and I researched um, and that's, uh, that's a big issue I see. So back to your other question of how we fix it, um, you start with the laws, but then the next part is to educate fathers. Um, because there is hope. You can get out there and you can fix the problems that if you're not willing to fight it won't happen. Um, and you know, men get overwhelmed with the amount of discrimination that comes their way in family courts. Yeah. So they don't want to fight. Um, and like you were saying, it's easy like you said earlier, it's easier for some of them to leave. Yeah. And it truly is. If they don't want the heartbreak of fighting in court and the tens of thousands and dollars it costs they're gonna run. Um, We need to instill better education systems in the urban communities, um, protecting against unwed mothers, protecting against rampant, just frequent uh, free love and sex all the time. Um, Because those children are gonna grow up without dads. A lot of them are, the majority are. Um, And this pertains to our discussion. We had the discussion about abortion before. A lot of cases are used in birth control because dads aren't there. So that would end a lot of it if you educate parents. So that dad can be there if there's going to be a child born. Um, What do you think could help it?
0: Besides what I said about both both parties being appointed... Proper legal representation. I don't know, man. I know I'm sick of hearing about parents taking kids, um, especially mothers. A father, a father spent fifty thousand dollars in court um, trying to get custody of the kid because the mom's a psycho. All of a sudden, the mom killed the kid because didn't right. want to give it up or something. Like and there's I'm,
1: no accountability for that. Yeah, I'm sick of That's hearing.
0: I'm sick of hearing about that stories happening way too often.
1: The Casey Anthony's of the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, I can't tell you that every dad is great. Because there are stories of dad taking out the families. Um. But I wanna say it's probably a lot less frequent than mom taking out the kids. Yeah. Um, and again. It's probably because mom got overwhelmed in some of those cases. Dad wasn't there. Um, but you got to ask yourself. I mean, you know, educate. Who are you getting in bed with? Um, I know at points and times as young men, our job is to procreate. At least we think it's our job. Get out there and get it while you can. Got to be smarter than that. Cause if you're just going out there for a one night stand, you might get to be getting a Three or four thousand dollar bill in nine months. Yeah, and, and uh, know who you're with,
0: and then like you said, it, it needs to start equally because from from day one, if they're giving the the mother placement, it's the dad spending all that money to try to get the courts to change their mind. Where it's yep. a lot easier if you just started from the very beginning as being equal. Nobody's trying to go uphill from the very start. Everybody's on a level playing
1: field. So have you ever heard of a men's shelter, you know, for like men and kids?
0: No. Actually I've heard a shelter for men is very, very hard to come by.
1: It is, unless you're in the inner city and you're a homeless man. But it's not for men and kids, it's for men only. Yeah. Um, I have looked and looked and looked for resources for fathers that need homes can't find any anywhere, Um, but you can find them for women. It takes one phone call and there's 10 different shelters to bring you in. Mm -hmm. Um, And if they don't have room at a shelter, they put you in a hotel. Um, There's nothing like that for men at all. So I would say that, um, you know, they got these father's rights groups uh, that are wasting all their time and money creating memes and doing research but they're really getting nothing done uh, start providing resources for men
0: another thing is is, you know to kind of go with that do you think men can be victims of domestic violence
1: oh yes oh yes there's
0: no men aren't allowed in domestic violence shelters um there's no such thing as that
1: no and women have it all over and all women have to do is say oh he hit me even if there's zero proof, yeah, uh, no legal action, all a ha- woman has to do is see he hit me and she's there. Now, it's unfortunate women do get abused, so let's not act like I'm taking it lightly. Oh, yeah, for
0: sure, for sure.
1: But there's a lot of good actors out there. Um, but a man is going to have to go through hell to prove that he got abused in a relationship.
0: Uh, darling said so Billy, I think Billy's her ex-husband. Is in a shelter He's allowed to be there from 8pm to 8am It's probably And correct us if we're wrong darling That probably just a shelter just for men
1: Yep That's probably a homeless shelter To keep him off the streets at night Um, And expected to go find a job during the day Yeah Um, And that really doesn't happen for A lot of women where they get to go in For 12 hours a day and then out uh, They get a permanent placement Okay Yeah So Billy must not have kids that he has to take care of, um, I assume. So, again, it's essentially resources that men need. Um, A few months back, I had planned on starting something like uh, a a charity organization to start helping fathers. Uh, because uh, it's like BLM. They're not actually helping the black community when you have these big organizations, uh, just like the father's rights groups aren't helping fathers. So I wanted to start something. I just have not out my foot out there and uh, established it and done all of the research I need to do.
0: Dollar for dollar, when comparing men and women that make the same base pay... For a job, men pay $3,600 annually uh, to support a child, while women will pay $2,400 annually with the same base pay they both make.
1: Hmm. Doesn't that sound sexist?
0: It it, it does sound pretty sexist.
1: I mean, I wouldn't know sexism because I'm a good guy, but that (laughs) sounds pretty sexist to me.
0: That must mean a lot of states don't use the... the base the base child support line
1: no i don't think they do i mean uh the last time i went for one of the kids um i was jobless and trying to start my business i was forced to quit starting my business and get a different job yeah essentially i made one dollar more an hour in that job and they still insisted i pay child support in the amount of fifty dollars a month
0: And then we're also forgetting that if a couple divorces, particularly here in a state that is a no-fault state, so you're, like say you are a man and you're a lawyer, you make really good money, you make enough money where your the wife can stay home and take care of the three children you guys had together in this marriage, and you can pay for everything easily. She decides to go cheat on you, you leave her. And now, not only are, is she going to automatically default, get the custody of the three kids while you fight trying to get joint custody, you're probably going to have to pay her uh, alimony on top of the child support because she hasn't worked in X amount of years because you make good money. So now you got to pay child support and alimony. And while you're she lose your cheated house. on you. Yeah.
1: And you're going to lose your house.
0: Yep. While she cheated on you.
1: <laughs> yep. She took everything from you. And you're a man, so there's nothing you can do.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, that is problem like that law specifically was made against men.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Um it was not made against women that went out to cheat because a man isn't gonna take a woman to court and say, well, she was cheating on me. And listen, and I, you know anything.
0: if the roles were if the roles were slightly different and you're a good mother, and you're taking care of the children in the home, and and the asshole is working, and then going to go sleep with mistresses. You you should have every right to leave that marriage, and because you haven't been going to work for x amount of years in that situation, I'm okay with him paying alimony. But in states where there's no fault, you automatically get alimony, even if you're the whore. That's fucked up.
1: Yep, yeah. and uh, unfortunately, like even in our state. Adultery is still considered a felony. It's still on the books really it is but it's not enforced.
0: I know in some states it may have changed about uh, but, a, but a, about a decade ago I had heard stories that like Ohio you would still be arrested if you were cheating on your on your husband or wife
1: That could be but yeah I, mean, I think most states have an adultery law it's a felony. Um, But it's not enforced. They don't care about it. They override it with these no-fault states like we have, uh, which is absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're both cheating, you're both on an equal playing field. Yep, yep. If one of you is cheating on the other and you're just kind of being a douche, uh, there is fault there. Yeah. Okay? You ruined the marriage. Yep. Now, I can see... I could see it both ways if the marriage was dead anyway and you went out and cheated, which I know that people do that. Um, There's no hope for the marriage, but you're, you know, you're staying there because of the kids and all that you're trying your best, but you go out and cheat. I think that might be why some of this came in Um, because there's dead marriages. People just stay in, Uh, you know, basically essentially saying it's on paper and it's only for the kids um, where they develop another relationship and, so on and so forth um, but it's tough
0: yeah you uh, can ruin a man's life They, within a weekend of you cheating on him he could lose his kids uh, lose over half his paycheck between alimony and child support lose his house you know probably his car he, everything he worked for he could lose in a weekend
1: yep yeah, and on top of that dignity and self respect yeah um, and dignity and self-respect are something men hold close to the vest.
0: That makes it very hard going forward. Now a lot of women want to take on a new relationship with a man who is currently in a legal battle, spending tens of thousands of dollars for his children, or paying over half his paycheck for child support and alimony to a woman for the rest yep. of their life. Uh, it, it It messes them up bad.
1: And think about this. How many men are going to find that woman that's... In that same exact boat. In court battles. Got these kids by all these baby daddies. And is essentially a bum. Men are hopping all over it. Yeah,
0: because it's a free ride for them. Oh, she she makes plenty of money. I, can,
1: yeah, I don't I, got to do shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, dads, the only one that can fight this is you. Uh, you need to stand up for what you believe in and what's right. Stand up for your kids, always and forever. Um, so, you know, I see a lot of this, you know, for the moms that do it all, happy father's day. Like, uh, no, there's no dual role here. Cause for the most part, women made that choice. Mm-hmm. Um, now there are bad dads out there, so don't take this wrong ladies that have had a bad relationship, but most kids had a father at some point in time. And a lot of women are just taking the father out of that position on purpose and through malice
0: and the more and more i see the the young men of today's today's world the more even though i didn't have my biological father i had a stepdad that while he was abusive and had addiction issues he did teach me how to do things like fix things vehicles etc I had other strong male role models that taught me how to do things it's important these these and boys that, these 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 new younger males that don't know how to do shit. we we have a whole podcast about that in the past like they're men are they're screwed. yeah
1: they're not gonna be men they're gonna be grown boys yep and I if- you know, it keeps up like that. They're gonna be the ones creating babies and running away and not taking care of them.
0: Which is fine if they if they make if they, if they're all lawyers and doctors and they make money where they can pay somebody to to change a flat tire or do anything they need. That's fine. But I, I'm There's seeing no them not happen. want to do anything or know how to do anything. They want to play video games and have you know these dreams of being the next Mr. Beast without knowing how to do shit.
1: Right, but at the same time, you, you still got to learn this stuff. I mean, you got to graduate to be a man. Yeah, yeah. You're not born a boy to grow into a man just by, you know, having a set of balls. Yeah. You're all by getting your hands dirty, getting an education, being a leader, uh, a protector, a provider, and getting dirty. You've got to get your hands dirty. You've got to, you might not be great at it. Pick up a saw, learn how to cut a piece of wood. Change a tire, change your oil. At least once. I, mean, I, did, on. I
0: had to drive an hour round trip Friday to go change my niece's car battery in a, a fucking vehicle where the battery is buried. Friday it was 20 below zero wind chill. By, it took me like two hours. By the time I got home, I couldn't feel my hands or feet. Because my nephew, who I have tried to actively show how to do things, throughout his life, has zero interest in learning, couldn't figure it out at all.
1: And couldn't even pull up the YouTube video to exactly, watch. Exactly,
0: exactly.
1: And shit, I pull up change of starter ones. Nope. Yep. Because it was one of those weird ones that wasn't in a normal spot. And, like, usually it's a couple bolts, slap it off, move the tensioner, and you got a new one.
0: Some determination and, and YouTube can get you a, a long way nowadays.
1: They can. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It still can't make you a good father. You got to do that on your own.
0: Correct. Correct. And always
1: be there for your kids.
0: Correct. And don't be a, a crackhead.
1: Right. <laughs> don't be Charlie Sheen with no money. <laughs>
0: Sorry, I'm subconsciously taking shots at somebody. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> right, well, Subconscious if you're telling it out loud. That's true. You're poking the bear. <laughs>
0: well, I think that wraps up, um, unless there's anything else you want to add, I think that pretty much wraps up our first episode back for part two of season two. Deuce, deuce. <laughs> Next week <laughs> we have america's homeless issue that should be a good topic um and yeah uh now that the first episode is back hopefully my anxiety goes back to normal and uh no more issues going forward and i hope everybody had a good holiday break i hope everybody has a great year this year
1: yeah let's get the kinks out now because it's time to rock and roll all
0: right everybody have a good week and we'll see you next sunday
1: take it easy